blunt, blunt, blunt reflections, stories of my journey. I told Jesus. It was very recently that I heard a song called I Told Jesus. I've always known the singer, but I have never heard the song I Told Jesus. I heard it back, man, uh, maybe a couple years ago. Somebody was throwing away albums, and uh, we were blessed to have a collection drop in our laps. We had some from Toronto before we made the trek here. And over time, we collected a nice little, you know, vinyl collection. And we even got a record player. Man, that's old school. <laughs> and um, I every Sunday, I tried to play them. Nothing worse than having stuff in your house that you don't use. So I tried to make an effort to listen to some album on Sundays just to, you know, keep it fresh. And I pulled out a Roberta Flack album and the very last song on side one was called I Told Jesus. I'm listening to it and I am feeling it. It felt like it was written for me. Um, There's a line in it that says, I told Jesus to change my name. And the other line, another line is, um, Jesus said that um, my father wouldn't know me. I mean, you can listen to the song. You know what I'm talking about when you hear it. And I remember as a little kid, Hating my life. Just, I just freaking hated it. Just, I couldn't believe that some divine intelligence had a conversation and said, we are going to put you on planet Earth with these people and they will be your family until things change. At a young age, I was very conscious of that. I was very conscious of that. And I've had a lot of spiritual experiences that confirm that I know there's something out there. Something that is intelligent. And something that's above whatever's going on here. And I remember as a little child, it was about midnight, maybe even later, or earlier, or whatever... And everybody was sleeping in the house. And, man, I remember just being so sad. And the idea was to go out into the neighborhood that I lived in and go somewhere into the dark, the child, the, um, what was it called? The schoolyard was very close to my building. And I was going to stand there and hope that someone would just take me and hopefully end my life. God, I was so angry. And I was so sad. 
and I got out of bed in my nightie <laughs> and I so carefully opened the door and I shut it behind me and I ran down the hall down the stairs barefoot and I can smell even now I can smell the urine in the stairway you know and I remember running outside and getting this fresh air suddenly and then running down the path past the gates where my schoolyard was and running directly into the dark schoolyard. I was probably about nine years old. And I stood there and I yelled. I said, I want to go home. I hate it here. She is so mean to me. And they are so mean to me. I said, Jesus, wherever you are, just take me home. And there was silence. And I just started crying. I held myself in the dark and I, I just started crying. And I screamed again. I said, I want to go home. I don't want to be here anymore. And I heard a voice that said to me, you can't turn around and go back. And my heart just stopped. I can't explain it to you, but I know what I heard. And I said, no, I want to go home. And then it, the voice returned and said, no, you must turn around and go back. And then I said, but she is so mean. And the voice said, I hear you. Go home. And then suddenly this feeling came over me. And I was suddenly aware of where I was. <laughs> what I was doing. And I'm like, what am I doing outside? After midnight? In the dark? Barefoot? And I just, I just panicked and I ran as fast as I could back home. And I remember my feet just hurting and I felt, oh my God, I was so scared. I ran back down. I ran back down the pathway, up the hallway, woo, opened the door as slowly as possible. <laughs> so I'm speeding all the way home. And then suddenly when I get the door, I'm slowing down because I don't want anybody to wake up. Because if anybody wakes up, I am going to get my ass whooped. So then I closed the door, locked it back, and I jumped into bed. And I put the covers over my head, and I just started crying. And then I said, don't be mad if I hate everybody. Because I told you, Jesus, I want to go home. I don't want to be here anymore. I don't know where home was, but that's what I was saying. Life went on, and... Fast forward, I'm sitting in my, my, my living room, so blessed to be sitting in a living room, listening to a, a record player play a song by Roberta Flack called I Told Jesus. And it, who, it brought me to a place. And I remembered that moment. And I realized that when I had asked 
whatever I felt and whatever the rhythm message ever got to, I don't know. But something started back as a child. Because I realize when you, whatever your belief is, you don't have to be Christian or Catholic or blah, blah, blah. Take the idea of Jesus or Christ as an energy of freedom. That's all. Don't look at it as a person or anything else. Just take it as an energy of freedom. And when I spoke to this energy of freedom, I didn't realize I would have to sacrifice everything that I am to be who I wanted to be. I don't think if I knew... (laughs) Oh, God. If I knew how hard it was going to be, and what I had to lose, I don't think I would have done it. I think I would have not taken the journey. But when... But when ignorance and hope and faith get in there, and the energy of freedom gets a hold of you, however you want to call it, Christ, Jesus. There is no turning back. you got to put yourself, so to speak, in a place of sacrifice. You have to be willing to let it all go to become who you need to be. You know what I'm saying? It's not like living in a house. And when you move, you take everything with you. You're like, well, I'm going to need the dishes. I'm going to need it. I'm going to take everything. When you speak, and you speak to that energy of freedom with your heart, you must leave that house with nothing. Because faith is the only thing that you need to be carrying with you. And let me tell you, faith is not an easy thing to have when it's just you believing in you, for you. I'm not, um, do I have regrets? I, uh, no, but I am so glad I was kept in the dark for so long until I arrived at where I wanted to be. And as I sat in the chair and I listened to the song, I told Jesus, oh, tears just streamed down my eyes. Because I had realized whatever this energy is, what you want to call it, it replied. It gave me the journey to become the person I need to be to live the life. I'm not a superstar. (laughs) Um... I, I'm not wealthy. I don't own a huge... I don't own a house in general. <laughs> um, I don't have any inheritance coming to me. I don't have any family per se. I don't have any friends. And I have no past. But what I have now is something that I never had before. A future. I always thought of death as being... (laughs) As being 
something that would meet me a lot earlier than, you know, the average, whatever the average is, you know, 80, 90. Oh, God, 80, 90. Holy shit. Anyways, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay, focus. <laughs> I always thought that death would find me earlier than later is what I'm trying to say. What am I trying to convey to anyone who understands what I'm trying to say now? Is do not take your future lightly. It's going to take work to get there. And sometimes the only promise that you have is a promise that you yelled to the air. That you whispered in the dark. That's all you have. Your future requires you to sacrifice so much for the life that you want. I know there's something that they say, have your cake and eat it too. Bake your cake or icing your cake and eat it too. Um, you can, but you can't take any ingredients with you. You can do all you want, but you can't take any ingredients with you. The ingredients are there for the future. So you actually have to go there and then you can have your cake and eat it too. That kind of thing, right? You can't bring it along. It doesn't work that way. Faith is a funny thing. You just have to trust that when you get there, the ingredients will be there and you can do what you got to do for your life. And every day did I doubt that. Despite the fact that I told Jesus... <laughs> and um, I had to change everything my name where I lived I literally had to get off of North America so to speak and live on an island so I wouldn't be connected to any of my past that's so how I see it <laughs> the energy says you want your new life you're gonna have to travel and then get off some and get back on and i've recreated my life i'm happy i have love i have this wonderful man in my love that if it wasn't for him i may never have learned that my prayers would be answered. He's an answer to my prayer. I was limping. All my life. And when he came along. I didn't limp anymore. It was still a struggle. But I wasn't limping. I look back at that little girl right now. And I think to myself. If she knew what she had to do to get here, would she still do it? And the answer is no. I would never have done it alone. But I had someone to help me. So have faith in yourself. If you have to yell to the sky to that you believe should hear you do it because something something is listening 
I don't know what it is, but something is listening. And you have to believe that. Because we're living in a world that wants to take away all hope, all belief, all magic, all imagination. So you have nothing to hang on to. But believe me, don't be afraid to do what Roberta Flack did. Tell Jesus. Tell freedom. Tell the universe. Tell your future that I want it. But be, be prepared for the journey it will take you on. One love on this awesome journey called life. Thank you for listening. Listening. Blunt, blunt, blunt reflections. Stories of my journey.